I'm Ashley. I'm Lauren. And this is Whispers in the Basement. It is Tuesday and not Friday. Um, I forgot to take my trash out today and I was very disappointed whenever I saw the trash truck drive past my house. <laughs> that sucks so bad. But you know what? I thought the same thing last week because our trash picks up on Thursdays. And I knew that with Thanksgiving falling on a, th- a Thursday, my kid better have the trash out next week. Because he's forgotten it before, which is not a huge deal. It would be a huge deal to forget it this week. Yeah, because you have so much trash. Yes. 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 And, thankfully, you know, we can my, only have so many trash cans out there. Absolutely. And thankfully, my trash can is not full, and it's not summer, so it won't be overrun with maggots. And you're not, uh, you're not hosting Thanksgiving this, this Facts. year. Facts. Yes. So we have a little bit of housekeeping. We are now on YouTube, Spotify, Podbean, Patreon. And for right now, that's all. I know that Ashley is going to be working on the Apple podcast. Yeah, that one, I think it should be pretty easy. I think it's just a matter of me submitting it and then approving it. Also, Amazon Music was also on the list. So I don't know if I can do that one either, but I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to try... To throw us out there on every platform possible. Well, if anybody can do it, it's you. I have dedicated a lot of my <laughs> free time to that. Yeah. Sunday and uh, last night, especially, I think I spent probably four hours last night trying to figure out how to link Spotify to get into it for Spotify for podcasters because you can see like the dashboard and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was literally. I kept hitting this toggle and didn't even realize there was a line below it that you could enter your email address. Four <laughs> hours. Four hours of absolute, like, me driving myself insane, and I finally figured it out. I feel like that's always how it happens. Yeah. So, yeah. for all of these platforms, if you would like... Oh, and subscribe. And hit the notification bell so that you're alerted every time that an episode drops. That would be very helpful for us. Yes. Or um, if you want to leave a comment, too, because, you know, Facebook or not Facebook, YouTube would be really good to uh, leave a comment on. But uh, do you guys notice that our sound quality is better this episode? Yeah, Ashley cracked the code. That was another thing that I spent a good chunk of my Saturday working on was trying to figure out why in the heck and bob does Lorraine sound like she's like in a tunnel and come to find out her mic wasn't even picking up because I was talking so loud and I was so confused why Ashley sounded so crisp and clear and I sounded like I was halfway across this room basically trying to talk and be a part of this conversation yes and we even like moved her around the table she started out on one side and then i was like well maybe it's because you're facing out into the room like you know you've got you don't have the wall behind you like barrier your sound and then we thought it was great but you know after friday and the catastrophes we had with that I was not re-recording it again. No, I don't think either of us had a dinner. And I was a little drunk by the time we got done. Uh, yeah, so. I was tipsy. Yep. But cool. Aaron came in clutch with that McDonald's delivery. He did, except <laughs> he didn't ask me what I wanted, so I didn't get anything. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my fault, too, so, you know, it's fine. Okay, so um, today's question for you is a fun one. Okay. 
Okay, well, it's not really fun again, but imagine that you were in deep water with the mafia. You had to pay them $50,000 by the end of the month or else. What would you do to get the money fast? Um, I would, I would try to sell pictures of my feet. (laughs) Cause that was also an option as a side hustle at one point in time. Yeah. Um, I don't know as I, I don't think I'm cute enough to do a stripper, but maybe, I don't know. Go to Club Vogue or something. Yeah. I think those are probably my only two options, but I do have to let you know that when you said it, what would you do if you were in deep water? I thought you were talking physical water. Oh, like they had like. Because I am terrified, terrified of deep water. It it makes my butt clench. Oh, yeah, because you're like like my mom in that sense. She does not like water that she cannot see through. Yes, it's called something. It's some sort of phobia. And But even, like, I watched this video one time of somebody that was, like, swimming. It's a pool. I think it's in Dubai. Uh It's a pool that they have exploded the inside of a building out. And then they filled it with water, and you can, like, dive down. Oh, into yes. All of, and watching somebody swim across that thing literally gave me goosebumps. And I was like, no. Nope. The anxiety level for me was through the roof. There's no way you could pay me enough money to do that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I think it's hilarious that you automatically were like, feet pics or stripper. Yeah. Because I was thinking, what around my house could I start to sell? There ain't nothing in this house. There's nothing in this house that's worth that amount of money for me. The general is the first to go. I know that that will take out a hunk of it. What's the general? Uh, The little side-by-side thing that we have. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, see, I don't have anything like that. I have a bicycle. Mm, And then I probably get rid of my car next. We'll keep Seth's truck because that's way more comfortable to ride in. Good Lord. (laughs) So I, I have a question for you. Okay. And mine really is a fun question. Um, if you could bring back any type of clothing, what clothing would you bring back? Oh, gosh. Mm. I don't know, because I already feel like I stick with the clothing that I would ever want. Granted, I mean, I do love, um, well, you haven't watched Bridgerton, but you know the time era that that's set in? Yeah. And how just like elegant their clothing is even though i know that i would definitely be sweating buckets in it i just think it'd be fun to dress like that one time oh with like the corset mm-hmm. mm. okay you wouldn't be able to eat anything yeah see you'd be nauseous yep um i mean that would be cool and all but i would which they're back now i would bring back stirrup pants really yeah i used to wear those all the time in preschool my mom always made me wear them with the little kids oh yeah those were oh, they're no. back now did you know that no, I did not know yes. that they were back. Somebody at work was wearing some the other day, and I was super-duper jealous. <laughs> I bet you can get them on Amazon. And I was like, you have stirrup pants on. So. That is so funny. Yeah, yeah. no, those are not. I also like my leggings to be the 7 8 length. Oh, okay. So I like my ankle to show. Yeah. That's a good <laughs> cup. That's it. Yeah. I yeah. could agree. I could agree. Yes. Okay, so today's episode is about the Springfield 3. Do you know anything about this case? No. Um, Aaron looked it up last night. I, well, I say no. I feel like I've heard of it, but maybe I haven't. I don't know. I truly had never heard of it until I really started looking into it. And then I was annoyed that it's just out of Springfield, Missouri, which is about three hours away from us. So Mm -hmm. 
I'm shocked that it's not more talked about. But I feel like we experience that a lot. That is true. With crimes. Because I feel like you just, I, I don't know, I don't feel like it's talked about much on the news media. Oh, yeah. And also, um, I learned last year that, do you know the scary movie When a Stranger Calls? You've told me this. That I've is never based watched out of it. Columbia. Yeah, I didn't know that until you told me that. I've no still idea. never seen that movie, but I did. Do you know what I watched last night? All right, what did you watch? I watched Five Nights at Freddy's. What did you think about it? Memphis made me watch it with him. Uh-huh. It was not bad. It wasn't bad. I thought it was interesting. Oh, so you've seen it. Yes, I watched it the day it came out because I needed something to watch. Okay. I thought it was good. I knew nothing about the game, so... Neither did I. I just went into it completely blind. I thought it was interesting. My little brother did not like it. It wasn't bad. I didn't think it was bad. No, I didn't think it was terrible either. It's not... It doesn't have a bad storyline. It was interesting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I... Yeah. I watched it, and I was like, uh... And I thought it was very interesting, because I knew nothing about the game, and then my little brother watched it with me, and he was just like... No, not a fan, because I guess he played the game. Okay, so I was just going to say, though, people said that about Silent Hill, too. I loved Silent Hill. I did, too, but I also played the game. I did not play the game. I did. I was into all of those, like, scary, Mm -hmm. creepy games like that. Um, that, So I loved the movie. Okay. Yeah. I loved the movie. I think I I I went to go see it, like, three times in the theaters. Yeah. You couldn't pay me enough to watch Silent Hill 2. But no. the OG was good. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Whenever they did little sirens and everything oh, in yeah. there, eerie. Love it. Very, yeah. Yeah. If, if you know, you know. <laughs> All right. So we're just going to go ahead and jump into this story. So on June 7th, 1992, 47 year old Cheryl Levitt, her daughter, 19 year old Suzanne Streeter, and Streeter's friend, 18-year-old Stacy McCall disappeared from Levitt and Streeter's home in Springfield, Missouri. They haven't been seen or heard from since. Interesting. Cheryl had the typical blonde short mom hair. You know the hair that, like, your mom would use a round brush and... Make it big? Yes. I'm picturing very, uh, a Martina McBride style. Kind of. I feel like my mom had this hair up until maybe, like, I was in high school. But it was, like, this short, uh, like... <laughs> it's what we refer to nowadays as a caring cut. Kind of, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she was five feet tall, and she had a thin build, and had brown eyes. She was the oldest sister of her family, and was always cooking dinner and looking out for her youngest sister growing up. Cheryl got married in 1964... Had a son in 1965 and then gave birth to Suzanne in 1973. In 18, nope, in 1980, Cheryl divorced her husband. Cheryl remarried a man named Don who had children from a previous marriage. Cheryl's sister often referred to them as the Brady Bunch. That's a lot of kids. A lot of kids. Mm -hmm. I could not even imagine. Uh, She was a cosmetologist who had a loyal clientele. Which is like, you know, I feel like you always know that somebody's really good at hair whenever they're hard to get into because they're consistently booked. Yeah. Cheryl and Dawn eventually divorced, which forced her to have a fresh start with her daughter, Suzanne. Her son had moved out because he was quite older than Suzanne. Okay. So it's just those two ladies starting their own adventure. That sounds fun. (laughs) I guess. 
I mean, I, can you be like imagine like just starting over at that old? Well, not really that old. I guess you're pretty wise then. Yeah. But you know, you're. She had to move out of her house. Are you summer wise? I mean, some yeah, that's summer true. Summer not. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> Suzanne, her daughter, had brown eyes just like her mom. She had straight shoulder length blonde hair and a scar on the top of her right forearm and a small. I hate this wording, but like a uh, tumor on the left corner of her mouth, which gave the appearance that she had something in her mouth. There were no real pictures. So of like of her that really showed it. So I don't really, <laughs> maybe it wasn't that bad is what you're saying. Like this, yeah. the words make it sound worse than it probably really was. Absolutely. Maybe? That's what okay. I was thinking. And what your mind is creating is probably not accurate. Correct. Okay. Okay. Because at first I was thinking, okay, well, maybe it's a mole that they're talking about. But then once I read further and I said that it looked like she had something in her mouth, I was like, okay. Um, Suzanne was fashionable, cool, and independent. Suzanne's cousin referred to her as a babe and said that Suzanne and Cheryl, her mom, were both beautiful. What a babe. What a babe. She wanted to follow in her mom's footsteps and be in the cosmetology industry. Oh, okay. I can dig that. Stacy had blue eyes. Stacy was the friend. Um, she had blue eyes with darker blonde, medium length hair. She had freckles and a dimple in the middle of her chin. Stacy's mom said Stacy was beautiful, very talented, and a sweetheart. You said she had dimples. <gasps> Did you say she had a Dimple in her chin. Like, yeah, oh, butt chin. So jealous. I think those are so cute. Yeah, she was so beautiful. Aww. The day before the three went missing, Suzanne and Stacy graduated from Kickapoo High School in Springfield. <gasps> That's where Jayla went to school. Really? Yes. In Springfield, Missouri? Yeah. Oh. How eerie. So here is Stacy. You all cannot see this. Yeah, she doesn't. It's not. It's not bad. Nuh-uh. Like, you can't see anything. Um. Yep. Cheryl's hairdo. Very yeah, 90s. Like the, yeah, the 90s mom haircut. Stacy also looks like she's cut straight out of the 90s, though. Yes. Okay. Cool. They're all three beautiful women, though. So, they obviously graduated from high school, and then they were attending graduation parties that evening. According to the Charlie Project, an online database documenting missing persons cases, after the parties, um, Suzanne and Stacy both drove separately to Suzanne's house to have a last-minute sleepover. You know, like whenever you're hanging out with your friends back in the day and you last-minute are like, oh, no, 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 let's just go ahead and stay the night with each other. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what they did. That always made my mom mad. <laughs> my mom, too. She was like, I need to be prepared yes. to let you know. But, you know, having kids, I do that same thing to my kids, too. Oh, so. I'm, I am so sure. <laughs> you have to mentally prepare yourself for having another child. I'm so, Well, and I'm still like that with, um, like, any plans. Like, I yes. need at least two to three weeks' notice oh, to prepare yeah. for these plans. Yes. Yep. Agreed. They were last seen at 2.15 a.m. on June 7th when they left the graduation party in a nearby town or I guess not really town, community, according to the Springfield Police Department. Based on the items in the house, it appeared that Suzanne and Stacy had gotten ready for bed. Their jewelry was taken off and left in the bathroom, and there were wet washcloths that were believed to be used to wash off make- 
up before going to bed. Stacy had folded her shorts and put them on top of her shoes, which is very much a me thing because um, my mother has given me a complex about leaving clothes or random socks at her house whenever I stay there, and now I do it on purpose. But I try to, like, keep all of my stuff together that, oh, yeah. so that I'm not missing, like, an essential item that I'm going to be mad that I'm not going to see for, like, a month. Yes. That is a very mom thing because I do that when we travel. Like, yeah. I just make sure every like, hey, pick your stuff up, man, and put it back in your bag. Otherwise, I don't want to listen to you cry when we get home and you don't have it. Or whenever you're missing, like, one sock and – Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to forever not have that match and you'll probably not get to – Yep. Yeah. Suzanne's mom, Cheryl, was last heard from by a friend around 11.15 p.m. on June 6th. Her bed had be- appeared to be slept in. The day after graduation, friends and family couldn't reach Stacy, Suzanne, or Cheryl – so Janice, Stacy's mom, drove over to the home where her daughter was supposed to be spending the night. When she arrived, the front door was unlocked, but the women were nowhere to be found. Janice contacted the authorities immediately. And it's so weird because this was such a different time where now you have Life360 on your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get, like, read receipts. Yeah, we talked about this when we were taught, when I asked that question about the era, like, life then was just i say simpler but you didn't have a connection to everybody like like everybody knows what you're doing now absolutely you share your location on snapchat you share your location on you have the life 360 like you said or um yeah the reader seats like you're just constantly you could be found yes. all the time Springfield Police Department believes the three women were abducted between the hours of 2:15 a.m. and 7:30 a.m. on June 7th when the police arrived, there were no signs of a struggle. The family dog, keys, money, jewelry, and all three of the women's vehicles remained untouched. It was eerie because it felt like when you went through the front door, you would find all of the women in the house, but you knew immediately that something was missing, but no, it was just them. I'm trying to feel this feeling right now. Yeah, like, you know, it would be like if I were to walk in your house, but like your car was there. But, like, you're not there. Or, like, none of the members of your house were there. Yeah. Yeah. I So, I'm going to say this, and, and you're probably going to be like, that's a really weird comparison. But have you ever, it's almost that, and I think I got this off of a movie. It's like when you think you're walking down the stairs in the dark and you think there's a stair there. Yes. And there's, it's like that gut, it's like a drop feeling. Yes, it's, If exactly. that makes sense at all. Yeah. Like, I'm not quite sure what it is, but something's not right. The only notable thing out of place was the shattered porch light, which gives me the heebie-jeebies because I automatically think of the scene in The Strangers where the girl unscrews the porch light and asks, is Tamara home? (laughs) Do you know that scene? I I have seen the movie and I'm trying to remember that scene, but no, I don't. So, like, the couple gets to the house really late and it's after a failed engagement and there's a knock on the door And I want to say that it's in the early morning hours, like 3 a.m. And so, like, she knocks on the door and the light bulb is unscrewed. And so, since it's so dark, like, you don't see any of her face. yes, yes. And that's whenever she's just like, is Tamara home? Yeah, but, you know, thinking about this, it kind of gives it, it gives you the same feeling like, I have a ring doorbell and I know you do too. Yeah. Can you think about... If you were going back through your footage at night and you just happened to see somebody at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning staring into your ring camera. 
No, so like... What would you do? I get the... Well, I'm kind of desensitized to it now. You get the notifications? Yes. I do too. Yeah, the motion at your front door. And it's always when somebody's driving past my house in the middle of the night. Yes. So like you... But you... If you're sleeping... I'll never know. You'll never know. And so just say one day you go back and you look at that footage and you're like, there's just somebody standing staring into your camera. It just disrupts your like sense of security. Yeah. It's such a scary thought to think about. Yeah. No. To this day, I think that's why The Strangers is such a scary movie to Mm -hmm. me because it's like not really, I wouldn't say necessarily realistic, but like. But it kind of is. Yes. If I have scary dreams, which I usually have them like once a month, but it's. It's usually, like, me being chased by somebody, and I'm sure that there's some kind of psychology as to why, but, like, I'm always not able to scream, and I'm running, but I'm, like, I'm isolated in my my house, and it's not that the person's in the house chasing me, it's, like, they're running from, like, window to whatever room I'm in. Okay, that's, I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't like that at all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the front door was also unlocked. Um, I mean, I know growing up in the 90s, it was so flexible, um, to not have our door locked. And now it's like a non-negotiable just because mm-hmm. you never know. Mm-hmm. But we were a lot more trustworthy back then. Oh, yeah. Yep. The community rallied together to try to help find Cheryl, Susie, and Stacy. There were search parties, posters, and even billboards. The only notable suspects suspect the police had was Robert Craig Cox. In 1988, Cox was convicted of killing a Walt Disney World employee while on vacation in Florida with his family. In 1989, Cox appealed his conviction, citing insufficient evidence. The appeal was granted and Cox was released. I'm sorry, on vacation? On vacation. So this dude just lost his shit and was like, I'm going to kill that person. The happiest place in the world. (laughs) You say that, but my my innards say... It's not because there's so many people there, and they pump the like happy pheromone to sense all throughout it. I don't know, man. <laughs> I've been there as a child. It's one thing; as an adult, it's a whole nother level of that. Yeah, that is true. Mm-mm. Um. So whenever the appeal was granted and Cox was released, he ended up moving to Springfield, Missouri. Naturally, he stirred up a lot of interest. I mean, who wouldn't look into somebody who was recently charged for murder, even if right. they were acquitted? Right. Cox's girlfriend told police that they were together when the women disappeared, providing him with the perfect alibi. She later confessed it was a lie. <gasps> Blasphemy. <laughs> the trail grew cold. Cox moved to Texas for a fresh start, but the life of crime for Cox did not end there. Also, why would you do that? Don't lie for a guy. Uh, really, because no man is worth it. I mean, I would maybe lie for sex. Yeah, I was going to say, I love my husband, depending on the level of the lie. But in that case... I also case, need to know the situation. Yeah, don't lie in that case. Absolutely. Um. So in 1985, he was arrested in Texas and later convicted for holding a child at gunpoint. <gasps> no. Yeah, so like he was clearly not a good guy. No. Psychopath. In 1996, KY3 investigative reporter Dennis Graves went to a Texas prison to interview Cox about the missing women. Cox said, I know that they are dead. I'll say that, and I know that. Graves tried to get Cox to provide more detail, but Cox refused. Cox is currently serving a life prison in Texas for robbery 
according to the prison website, and will be eligible for parole in 2025. (gasps) That's coming up soon. I know. But hopefully the parole board will deny him. I was going to say. I was going to (laughs) say. Despite heavy suspicion, I am tripping all over my words. He was never charged in connection with the disappearance of the Springfield Three. Cheryl's son, Stacy's brother, the one that had moved out before Mm -hmm. they... Um, were living by themselves was also looked to, into as a suspect but was cleared. I mean, okay. <laughs> okay. Over the years, many tips have came in regarding the disappearance. Someone reportedly saw a van near the home the morning that the women went missing. Apparently, Suzanne was driving it. There was a really big search that tr- was triggered by this report but it turned out to be a dead end. Stacy's mom is still waiting for the day that she's able to reunite with Stacy. There's not a word called closure in the dictionary for families missing someone, said Janice. My baby is gone and we want some justice. Stacy said that she spoke with her daughter the night before she vanished. We both lo- we both said I love you, Janice said, and then she never heard from her daughter again. About five years later, in 1997... Cheryl's father died. 13 years after that, her mother died, too. Neither of them would live to find out what happened to their daughter or their granddaughter. So, I'm sorry, you're probably going to get to it. Keep going. This is still, like, unsolved, yes? Yeah. Okay. To this day, Cheryl, Susie, and Stacy have not been found. They've became known as the Springfield Three. It has now been 30 years since Stacy, Susie, and Cheryl went missing. Sarah says, despite the lack of leads, Sarah is Cheryl's sister. Okay. Um, despite the lack of leads, the city has never forgotten about them and will never give up trying to find them. There's an annual vigil that is held in honor of the three women. Multiple law enforcement agencies have held extensive investigations with no positive leads. Large media outlets, including People, ABC News, and Dateline have covered this case as well. There's a reward fund of $43,000 that has been established for the location and persecution of the people responsible for the abduction of the three women. So what do you think happened? I honestly have no idea. I mean, I read so many articles and even like the FBI profile on this and there's just nothing out there. Okay. I don't know if the police just have some details that... They aren't releasing or keeping close to the chest just to maybe have some leverage. But there's nothing other than the unlocked door or the unscrewed light bulb. So let's talk about Springfield for a minute. I think if you research, um, and I don't know if this is true now. I know that it was true a couple years back. If you researched the crime rate, the city with the highest crime rate in the state of Missouri... It was Springfield compared to St. Louis compared. Yes. Compared to Kansas city. It was St. Louis. What runs through Springfield? I 44. And that, that highway, that interstate has always been known for drug trafficking. Always. Um, I remember when I turned 16 and the lady that my dad was married to at the time, she lived in Oklahoma and we had traveled down there and we had picked up a car and I had to drive a car back and follow my dad. And um, this man was flying like 90 miles an hour down the road and I'm 16. And so I remember telling him at one of the stops that we made, like, you've got to slow down. I 
I'm not going to get a ticket at at the age of 16. Oh, wait, your dad was going 90 miles an hour? Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. And my dad, I remember my dad saying, like, the cops don't really watch for speeding. Mm-hmm. They're more focused on trying to find, they're looking for vehicles that they think are transporting drugs. Oh, okay. That's been, you know, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know if that's part of the the problem it's like i70 right there's right. a there was in columbia it's right in the middle so you had a lot of like gangs coming from st louis and kansas city and where do they meet they meet in columbia cuz it's right in the yeah. middle of the, the of i70 interstate so maybe drug traffickers or something i don't know maybe i don't know i just wish that there was more information on the case i also have a love hate for unsolved cases because there's literally no answers. I know. I know. It bothers me. I like closure. Oh, yeah. Don't you just wish that you could like close your eyes and something could just some sort of force could just tell you what happened? Yes. I also feel that way uh yesterday. Did I you lost lose something? Yes. I do the same thing. I'm like, man, I've lost something. I'm just going to close my eyes and my guardian angel is going to tell me where that thing's at. Yeah, I was texting Seth and I was just like, I lost this tape and I know that I put it back where it belonged. And he was like, yeah, whatever. He was like, how often does this happen? Because it, it does happen a lot. Mm-hmm. I found it where it should have been, but it was hidden behind something else that was in there. Yeah, I do that all the time, too. I'm like, somebody just tell me where this this thing is at. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that's the only thing that really stood out to me. It was like, you know, Springfield's been known for its high crime rates for a long time, I think. Is it the worst in the state now? I don't know. Um, but I, I do know at like one time it was. I feel like it's Columbia is at this point, because in Columbia now, yeah, the it's crime bad. is so bad. Yeah. It is. Um, yeah. It, I mean, it's it's sad because Springfield has a lot to offer, but mm-hmm. it's just, it is what it is. So, yeah. who the heck in Bob knows? I know. So, next week's my turn. I know. Do you know what you're doing yet? I, I do. I think I do. Uh, yeah, I know. Because I've already started typing it out. So, oh, okay, perfect. Um, somebody commented on one of our Facebook posts and she called it out. I oh. think she has a, she's got a direct lane into my brain i think i think she does too yeah because yeah. i was literally thinking about doing this the other day and i was like i've been to this place so i'm gonna do this um and it'll be a shorter episode than last time because it's on a place yeah so um aaron was aaron suggested he said you guys need to start doing stuff on lore like urban legends which that's also i have a notebook that i've written all of this stuff down in so i can like dive into it um yeah so there's a lot. The, the, there was also something that I looked up the other day that talked about um, areas around the world that had, like, really high electromagnetic poles and uh, oh, that's so high vibrations. And I just thought that would be kind of cool to dive into, too. Wait, are you talking about the thing, like, like um, a did you know? On a what? Like a did you know? Like, did you know this place? You oh, know what I mean? I was meaning, like, you know how at the Skinwalker Ranch they you were. You can't say that word. <laughs> They're called flesh pedestrians. But on that show, they were, yes. yeah, okay. So It's like got a high like magnetic uh, pool. Yeah. Yeah. And so areas. weird things happen. Like they, they say that areas like that are portals. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear next week's I episode. I know. Next week will be good. It's on a place that I've been to. 
Um, and I had an experience, so. Oh my gosh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I can't about. wait to hear this. Or I can't wait for everybody else to hear it, because I actually already know the story, but it's fine. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, that was a good one. It was. I'm annoyed that there's no closure. Did but. you ever try to see if there was an Unsolved Mysteries on them? I don't think that there was an Unsolved Mysteries. There was a lot of threads on Reddit where people, like, people were talking about how this case just bothers them because it's not solved. Yeah. And there's no leads. Okay. You know, there was a, there was a, a I think it was a Dateline or an Unsolved Mystery I watched one time about a family in Las Vegas that that happened to. Like, when people showed up at their house, they, there was still, like, food on the table. Like, they, it's literally like they just stepped away from their life. And for years... And they had two kids, like no two way. two younger kids, yeah. And for years, they couldn't find them. And I think I read about a year ago, they found them. Where were they? They were, had been buried in the desert. Nobody, I think it went back to like some um, shady business mm-hmm. um, deals that the dad had made or something like that. But yeah, they ended up finding them dead in the desert oh my gosh yeah no, that's that one awful. really bothered me for a long time yeah because it's just yeah you expect to be able to find these people at the house yeah you're i mean it's never a happily ever after but it is a after you Absolutely. know what i mean it's yeah. a this you know it's, this is what happened well because there's always that part of you that wants to cling on to hope that you'll see them again i yeah it, the thought of that just makes my stomach hurt i agree so cool well, right. I hope that everybody has a fantastic Thanksgiving and if Black Friday's in your budget. Yeah, not Godspeed. mine. Not mine. I will be eating breakfast that day. You'll be eating breakfast and not going shopping. Not going shopping, not doing it this year. I don't um, think I'm shopping either. No, man, it's too much. <laughs> too much energy and I am making Thanksgiving though, so yeah, it'll be fun. I'm going to be tired. Tired day up. Absolutely. You're Decorating my house good. for Christmas, so Yeah. I need to do that, too. So, yeah, eat lots of food. Subscribe to our channel. We have a five-star review. We'll see you next Friday. Bye.